Oh yeah, I'm exercising, getting ready for the Think Different Podcasts. Here we go. Welcome y'all to the Think Different Podcast. Will and Tim are here to talk about our past. Valentine's Day is a day of love. Buy us something nice, like a pigeon or a dove. Samsung shows up their flip phone. It's $1,300, just buy a damn drone. Apple Store geniuses are here to chat. So stop what you're doing and take a crap. Listening to the Think Different podcast. That's right, ladies and gentlemen. I'm just getting better every single week. Jay-Z, I know you called me last week, but buddy, I'm not ready to go under your label. I'm here. I'm staying with the Think Different podcast. But this is going to be a different opening than normal because guess what? Vacation Tim decided to go to a restaurant, not get here on time. So because of that, we have a replacement. To start up the show. This is the man who hopefully today has pressed the record button. Ladies and gentlemen, our <laughs> guest today is Chris Villamil. Chris, welcome to the Think Different Podcast opening. Thank you for having me. Yeah, I, in fact, we were, had you last week too, but you know. I, if, I, I mean, I just think it's ground day, Groundhog Day. I think I'm Bill Murray and we're just doing it all over again. <laughs> yeah, we're going to do it all over again. So this is a two-part episode that we are splitting up. This first week is going to be all about the news. Also, we're going to talk about robbery in the Apple Store. I thought that'd be a fun subject to talk about. And then next week, we're going to get into the interview with Chris about his experiences as a genius technician. Chris, I can tell right now, based on looking at you, that you are excited to be here today. Oh boy, let me tell you, yes. <laughs> so, uh, Chris, real quick, just introduce yourself to who you are so that people know who the heck I'm talking to. Yeah, so I'm Chris. I worked uh, over at the Apple store in, in somewhere, Bridge, uh, for about five years. Um, and now I support a very big university of some sort. Um, and, uh, yeah, it was a good time. It was a bad time. It was a goddamn interesting time. <laughs> yes, Chris does have his opinions about uh, Apple retail. It'll be very interesting, but make sure you check us out also on our Instagram and Facebook. We are the Think Different Podcast and on Twitter at ThinkDiffPod. Please follow us on all platforms and leave us a wonderful review on iTunes, Spotify, Pandora. We are everywhere. I mean, Chris, I mean... You found us right away when you were searching. I did. I did. It was all I had to do was think different podcast. Yeah, it's really simple, isn't it? <laughs> isn't that amazing? Yeah, it wasn't bad at all. Well, what we're going to do, folks, Tim does not know this, but when he comes back on and starts recording, we're just going to go right into everything because I'm going to pretend that he thinks that we're starting the podcast, even though we have now officially recorded about three minutes worth. We can also just, you know, Pretend like he's here now. Yeah. Hey, Tim. I'll, I'll, I can be Tim, too. All right. Hey, Tim, where did you go on vacation this week? Oh, I went somewhere, all right. Where do you plan on going next week, Tim? Uh, definitely not the last place. <laughs> uh, Tim, how many days did you work at the Apple Store? Uh, Probably about three, maybe four. Yeah, yeah and, and probably like four hours a day, right? About that? I don't even think I showed up most days. In fact, I think you called out more weekends than you worked them. I don't think I worked any weekends. Yeah, you worked a couple weekends. I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna diss you that much, Tim. 
I don't, I don't remember. It's all a blur. I'm on vacation. <laughs> Go Texans. Uh, sure. Yeah. Texans. Check, 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 check. Yep, yep, yep. Ready. All right. All right. Re- you ready? All right. I'm going to start my rap. Uh, yeah. Welcome, y'all, to the Think Different Podcast. We already recorded everything, so ladies and gentlemen, it is time for the news! <laughs> oh, we're jumping right into the news? Yes, Vacation Tim, we already did the whole opening. It's yeah, time we're not men's live, bro. By the <laughs> way, the news. ladies and gentlemen, Vacation Tim is here. Everybody, it's time for the news! <laughs> the news. <laughs> uh, yeah, so um, let's see. <laughs> I'm loading things. Kind of threw, kind of, kind of threw it off there. Yeah, you did throw me it off. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, by the way, we will put the recording in where he said that he just started opening the recording. But before, while he's trying to figure it out, though, I will say, I did go to my first XFL game this weekend with the New York Guardians and the Tampa Bay Vipers. I had a great time, and I think this has a chance to take off. I just wanted to mention that. I don't know if any of y'all saw any of the games. I watched the Saturday game. Is that the football where they throw or the football where they kick? Oh, my God. It's football. It's American football. Oh, my God. You know what the XFL was back in 2001. It came back Is now. that South American football? It's 2000, and it started back up again in 2020. And I went to my first game. It was only 30 bucks for those seats. And I was at the 12th row right from the end zone. You can't beat that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Chris is like, hmm. 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 Oh. Always give new things a try. That's right. Except for hardcore drugs. Don't do that. Don't try drugs. <laughs> Don't do that. Don't do drugs. Drugs are, drugs are bad. Steak, new fish, you know, different types of, like, food. That's cool. Not the other stuff. My my When I used to bowl in a bowling league when I was, like, four years old, this woman always had a phrase. She's like, always have fun and say no to drugs. Was she the person who invented D.A.R.E.? I don't know, but I, I was part of the D.A.R.E. program because I actually had to be part of D.A.R.E. because I went to a Catholic school. What was a D.A.R.E. So slogan? So did I. Did they have um, a slogan? Here's all the drugs you can try when you get older. I think that was the, the, the slogan. <laughs> or what did Dare, didn't D.A.R.E. stand for something, right? Like drugs, uh, abuse, Dr- drugs, rape. Uh, it, stands for, it stands for, Tim, can you get started with the news? Yes. Apple fined for slowing down old iPhones. Um so Apple has been fined 25 million euros, which equates to about $27 million in USD, for deliberately slowing down older iPhone models without making it clear to consumers. So a France competition and fraud watchdog known as DGCCRF has filed a lawsuit against Apple because of the prolonged life of the devices and how Apple came down, and I'm putting in air quotes, of slowing down your phones with a software update. Um, I'm not going to get too much in the article because I'm sure Chris and Will have a lot to say about this. Also, we have an episode dedicated entirely to this type of program that was discussed, which is the battery program. Uh, what do you guys think? Yeah, it's in the archives. They already they already came out with a solution for this. And the fact mm-hmm. that, they, that they're finding them for this is a little ridiculous. I think I think uh, um, somebody's always going to try sue, to sue somebody, and no one's better to try to sue than Apple because you know they think they have the most money, which they do. But um, we know for we know for a fact that it was it was either one of two things was going to happen: either your phone was going to randomly die um, when the battery got too uh, too poor and depreciated, or 
your phone would become slow. Um, the problem is they just didn't communicate that, and but now it is communicated. So I personally, I don't, I don't care. I don't think they need to do anything. Yeah, and they shouldn't be. They should have to be fined twenty five million dollars or 27 yeah. million dollars for that though they came out with a solution now it may not have been a great solution but they came out with one that does speed your phone right back up just by replacing your battery now chris i think you brought it up off air but i believe you mentioned that there's you think there should be a possibility of refunding people for their battery charges right so there were people that that paid for it um, so in particular, there was, there was, there was technically three different issues that happened at the time. There was people that had the, the unexpected shutdowns because their battery was bad. Um, and that was part of the iPhone 6S quality program for the batteries. Then there was people that just had their phone shut off because the battery was super old and couldn't have any current go through, uh, go through it. Then there was people that, um, th- their phone just would slow down. Right. And some people should be refunded already honestly at this point there because they already did do a refund for people that um paid for the battery before they made the iphone 6s quality program so those people because they made the bad uh, bad battery they uh they already put that in place there's other programs though that they sure haven't refunded people for that they paid for and that's uh that's a topic for another day and by another day i mean iPhone seven is uh, or <laughs> iPhones or iPhone six, yeah, or iPhone six, yeah, or iPhone six plus, and the list goes on. Yeah, yeah there's a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of big oopsies. They sure do try to uh, rush in our rug. So this debuted the other day during the Oscars. Samsung new Galaxy Z Flip foldable smartphone, which is starting at a price of one thousand three hundred eighty dollars. So Samsung officially debuted this Galaxy Z Flip, which is now a foldable smartphone. Um, So it's kind of trendsetter, kind of Samsung is trying to stand out in a sense. Um, It's a 6.7 inch Infinity Flex AMOLED display that's full screen with the exception of that little notch. Um, And it's, they're claiming as this ultra thin bendable glass. Um, So they're, Saying that the hinge that's in the middle of the device can withstand up to 200,000 folds. Um, they're quoting it a work of engineering art. Um, its kind of idea is to, for it to be folded and fit inside of a pocket. Um, so when it's actually folded up and kind of put into like a almost like a Game Boy Advance type of mode, they call that the flex mode, um, which it looks kind of cool from the photos. Uh, we'll probably share that on our social media. Um, but my, my question is just why? So um, in in different countries, flip phones are actually still extremely popular. Um, in particular, Japan. Japan loves flip phones still. Really? They also love slide-up phones still. Yeah, they're still extremely popular over there. So it definitely has its market. It's not the U.S., and it's not going to be most of Europe. I will tell you this, you know, right now we also know Motorola Razr is coming out with their version of it. They were the first one in the U.S. to come out with this. The biggest difference that I was watching, and this is from The Verge, where they showed both phones side by side, but the glass is a true glass display, where the Motorola is more of like a like a plastic display. So there is a difference, and the, and the, the ability to have the hinge set up like that is a, is a Samsung only 
uh, you know, style of device. So I think the Razer already has been right. beaten, and the price is almost the same. I think. And, and as far as the camera goes, I heard the camera quality compared to like a Samsung probably will not be as good on a Motorola. So Motorola, even though they were the first one to the dance, now that this phone has come out, I think it's going to hurt them tremendously. Right. It's just like there's no point in getting it. I think it looks nice. I think design from a design standpoint that they use real like a real glass and not a plastic on it. Yeah, yeah. I, I think it, it's truly it's amazing. interesting. It kind of looks like an iPod Touch. It definitely. I would say it's a Game Boy Advance. Yeah. 100%. <laughs> And if anybody gets that and doesn't put a Game yeah. Boy Advance emulator on, right, there, right. on the screen as buttons, you have failed society. <laughs> there's already there's already a picture on MacRumors.com where we read the article from that a yeah. Game Boy Advance is right there. Oh, Perfect. That's awesome. a picture. Yeah. So yeah. there you go. So this finally happened. T-Mobile and Sprint merger was approved and will be finalized as early as April. So the proposed merger of T-Mobile. And Sprint of $26 billion um, has been approved by the FCC. They have formally approved it back in November of 2019, which is why I say they finally have approved it. But there was a couple people and attorneys that were filing an antitrust lawsuit aiming to block it. But they believe that T-Mobile has redefined itself over the past decade and is a maverick that has spurred into the two largest players in its industry to make numerous pro-consumer changes. So T-Mobile has now announced they'll be working with Sprint on the final steps to complete their merger to the new T-Mobile, which will come out as early as April of 2020. Any thoughts on yeah. this? I think it's good. Yeah, it's good. And honestly, they needed to merge. And honestly, T-Mobile, mm -hmm. from where they used to be, you know, we would think that they were like the number four out of all the carriers. And honestly, the way how Sprint works compared to T-Mobile. T-Mobile, I feel, cares more about their customers than Sprint does. In fact, mm -hmm. the activation just of Sprint alone when you get a switch from the Genius Bar is a pain in the butt, and T-Mobile is very easy. So I'm hoping, you know, the question is, who's going to be the primary service? Yeah, right. I I would think it's going to be T-Mobile. That's what I would think, too. Um, especially because their activations uh, service okay. is so good. Oh, my God. But yeah. also, T-Mobile also proposed it. So I, right. they're at they're taking it. So I'm going to assume that T-Mobile, all the Sprint customers, are either going to stay Sprint for a while, but I think eventually they're all going to be T-Mobile stores. But yeah, I think there's no carrier that is more pro-consumer than T-Mobile in the yeah. like period. I mean, yeah. if you look at it like this, remember T-Mobile used to give, or I think they still do give wireless routers if your yep. T-Mobile is not near you. So they'll give you a free router oh, just no because, way. Yeah, yeah. Be because if there's no signal by them and you can use the Wi-Fi uh, signal feature, they'll give you a router for free. Yep, I had one of those. There you go. Yeah, they, they are very good and I hope that everything bad of Sprint um, dies and <laughs> and uh, and gets involved with the good that is T-Mobile. Uh, Sprint was a pain in the Their butt. activation Sprint, support Sprint was is. awful. The, but that, it's what, yeah. I don't understand why that they felt they had to talk and find out who the person was when we could just move the SIM card over. I mean, that could be just a security thing or they have no way to activate it by moving the SIM card over. They just don't have a way to do it. So it, it's just a very, very old system. Yeah. 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 Apple iOS 13.4 beta offers car key feature, which lets you unlock your car from your phone. It's unclear. Would you do that, Tim? Would I do it? Would I do it? Yeah. Heck yeah. That's so cool. Oh, so uh, there, it's, there's a new thing that's being found in the beta called car, car key, 
um, that was released last Wednesday, which will allow your phone's near-field communication system, also known as NFC, to communicate with compatible cars, um, which also means it probably will work on Apple Watch, yes? Uh, possibly. Okay. Um, They're hoping. Yeah, so it looks like from if the cars like Tesla and Volvo, um, which are early adopters of this, you'll be able to and use Tesla can your smartphone. already do this with the app that they have. Oh, cool. But theirs is NFC. Um, they're hoping this one is low ultra, what do they call it? Low ultra band Wi-Fi or some, some ridiculous name. Basically, it's basically um, a Bluetooth. Oh, okay, okay. So what, when you're in range of that car, it'll automatically be? Yeah, but it's a very short range, but secure. It's it's really interesting. Um, I, I think it's going to be a good idea. I mean, keys can already technically be, security-wise, keys can already be copied right now currently. Um, right. Depending on the manufacturer, they can be copied for the for the ignition, but they typically can't be copied for the ongoing. Um, so like that's already a flaw. I mean, is there a flaw in using an NFC chip uh, directly with like an Apple Watch? I mean, someone could just steal your Apple Watch. Of course, they could unlock the. I'm sure they're going to need the passcode to get into it. Yep. But yeah, you know, there's got there. I would be very interested in a car manufacturer that starts to use that. But I think some of them already have the NFC yep, chip in Tesla, their car already. Tesla already, you can do it with their phone already. There you go. So you, you don't yeah. want to do it, Will? You seem you seem uh, standoffish about it. No, I, I'm I'm all for it. Honestly, I I don't like using a key to begin with, even to start. When they had like the puss engine, I thought that was like the coolest thing ever. Like the <laughs> puss engine was one of the coolest things. Yeah. Uh, and you know, going back to a key was kind of like uh, I kind of missed the push. You know, but the fact that, you know, and the biggest thing I hate with my car is my buttons barely work sometimes. And the fact that you have to get them replaced and that's not exactly easy to do like the next day. So yeah. I would. T-fobs stink. Yeah, they do. I, I, I'm all for technology, uh, yeah. using technology to do things. You can unlock your door with the iPhone. Why not your car? Right. Why not your car? I, I can't <laughs> wait to open up my car. <laughs> And uh, that's the news. <laughs> yeah. no, Tim, thank you so much. You know, Tim, I got to tell you, this was probably one of the best reads you've ever done. I mean, you were here on time and, and we prepared. And prepared. We, we were so happy you were here today. All right. Wow, but I feel our so next, loved. All right. Don't interrupt me. All right. <laughs> next. So we are going to talk about our main subject today. We talked about robbery at an Apple store. There was an article I read in our in the Apple News app about it of different stories of robberies but also we're going to share our own so this is going to be very interesting so it's time to talk about robberies at an apple store it's tld yeah four time tag team champion i'm curly i'm cute i'm a champion so this guy posted on apple insider talked about postal bribery apple store thefts and gift card scams so i thought it'd be interesting to to see how you know a, a story about a robbery that may have occurred i have a really good one that happened on christmas day wow and, uh, yeah so i'm gonna start off with mine because i think I, I don't know if anybody's gonna be able to top it on christmas day there was a robbery at the apple store in cherry hill two or three men came into the store Oh, I remember this, yeah. Yeah, and then took off with a bunch of merchandise. So this robbery occurred that day. So they stole a bunch of merchandise. Now, they got found pretty quickly. 
So they were being uh, chased by the police, and two guys got arrested for it, and then they found all the merchandise anyway. But the, so my manager had to go in to the Apple Store on Christmas Day to deal with that. Oh wow! But but yeah, we had uh, the wood in front of the store for many many months until it was replaced. But I couldn't believe that happened on Christmas Day. There is there is one that. They drove. It might. Have, it probably wasn't that store then. There was one that they drove into the store, and the cage dropped down behind them um, as it was happening, and they couldn't get back out. <laughs> so the car got in. The car did not get out. Oh my god! Yeah. So uh, just a little bit of the story. Um, after the uh, the officers arrived on the scene, the alleged crooks led him to a brief car chase before turning down a dead street. The three suspects jumped out of the stolen car and ran away on foot, leaving behind thousands of stolen merchandise. And I know later on they ended up finding two of them. It was about uh, $35,801 worth. Uh, they, they were very, very specific. Uh, that's actually... so. To put into perspective to people, that's half a day's worth of sales yeah. at the store. Right. Yeah. That's I just want to put that out there. <laughs> that, that, that's crazy to think. And the fact that they didn't even get away with it. They didn't even have like an hour to get away with it. They yeah. got caught right away. Yeah, that's a lot of bad decisions. So my story, it was at the store that we all worked at. And it was at the time when I was in, in the back of house specialist or whatever, which is just like an inventory special for those who don't know. Um, and it was a time that they were, the Apple store, whoever corporate or retail were idiots and just was like, okay, let's just put the drones on the floor and leave them there. And then like, we'll just trust people to pick up the drone and, you know, bring it up to a person to check out and something like that. Assume assume positive. Yeah, exactly. Um, so it, it was around December and three people came into the Apple store and the, they went right to the, ex- well, they first like stayed up by like the iPad table to like kind of scope out the area, blah, blah. blah. And then they kind of started to make their way back to the store. And then the two people, all three of them approached the specialist that was against the wall. And two of them branched off with the specialist and brought them towards the back corner of the store, like where the cables were like the USB cables and stuff. And was like talking, talking. And then all of a sudden you see the other guy like keep looking back forth, back and forth, back and forth. And he goes to the drone, just picks it up. And like if you if anyone's ever been to the Apple Quaker Bridge store, it's pretty straight lines in and out of the door, just where the tables are set up and stuff like that. So he just walked the line of the store and then it was kind of like an L thing and walked right out. And when I did the cycle count the next morning, I said, why is there like a drone missing? Did we sell anything? So I like I looked at the transaction history and there was no drone sold yesterday or like within that last couple of days. It's like this is weird. So then we had access to like the security tapes. So we watched it all play out like over the security tapes, the whole scenario. And yeah, walked away with a $1500 drone. I bet you they didn't cover it when he crashed it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the, so the only one I I never had any any like theft directly in front of me I, I do remember you know the various fake phones that would come in um which is technically a a theft of service um 
what what else? There there was definitely a lady that tried to use fake credit like credit cards and stuff like that to purchase a bike. That happens. Yeah, that happens, that happens all the time. That happens all the time. Yeah, you you have to take. Be, you'd be surprised how many people come in with like ten gift cards and pay it yeah. all. And yeah. honestly, there's nothing we could do about it. There there yep. really is nothing to, to do. Or the IRS scams. Hey, we owe us money. Yeah, we yeah, owe the, the IRS. Best, yeah. uh, and and there was there was a very good kind manager that tried his absolutely hardest to just talk an old lady off the ledge and not buy the cards, um, but she did anyway. And but he like. That that's that was a hard one to watch. I remember one time when we used to. I mean, I'm sure they still do, and not say we used to. But when it, we had to check IDs, like to you know verify that their license matched the credit card and whatnot. Yeah. I remember the one time the guy came in with a fake New York State license, and I was like, "There's," and it all checked out, and I was like, "There's no way, like this is like a real ID." And I was going back and forth with the manager, like, "This has got to be fake." And then we finally looked it up and like clearly looked at the photo. He was wearing a Yankees hat in his driver's license photo, which you can't wear hats in the driver's license photos. And that was like the the biggest telltale sign. So then we caught him. Right. And we couldn't sell him anything because it was a fake ID. That was always an awkward conversation is telling them that it's a fake ID. Yeah. Well, it's like it's even more funny tell them it's a fake phone. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, the, so there's there was two types of, of fake phones that came in. There are the people that very well knew that they were trying to swap out a fake phone for a real one to sell it. Then there were the people that went on Amazon and bought a phone, and they thought it was a real Apple phone. Oh man! It sure was yeah. a plastic. It sure was like a plastic fake iPhone running in a, a half-baked Android OS that probably was stealing all their in- information. And, and that, like, what do you mean? And a lot of people don't even know what iOS even looks like. You'd be yeah. shocked. On how many actually think they have an iPhone, but no, they don't. Yeah, I told somebody that uh, a customer that it was a, not a real iPhone, and her friends were laughing so hard at her, <laughs> and I and it did not help. I mean, like she just didn't believe it. But I mean, I'm watching. If, if you look up online, you can look at videos online where people walk into Apple stores just stealing like a bunch of MacBook Pros and just yeah. run off with it. Uh, it's probably one of the uh, bigger videos I remember. This was back in 2018. Uh, they just walked in, 10 seconds, grabbed the Max, all on the table, and walked out yep. with them. So it, it's pretty crazy. It's got uh, guts. That it really does. And not to mention, this is the flaw in the Apple Store security. Yeah. <laughs> because yeah. we do have security adapters that do go off when they're when they, they sure are moved, are, uh... and they're loud. You will definitely know when they go off. But, but they're sure adhes- just adhesive. Right. Right. Uh, <laughs> It's it's not very strong adhesive at all, uh, but they are tracked by Apple. Apple can see yeah. them. They do have a proprietary software on there that they use to track all devices that are taken out of the store. So, you know, you could probably get away with it, but you know, you just don't use it. <laughs> you yeah. have to keep them shut the whole time. But there, you know, and, and here's the honest truth: they really just don't have security. They don't have like security. What are those called? Like. They, uh, sensors they, or stuff? Sensors, yeah. They don't have yeah. anything to go off. Yeah. They, they just trust their customers. Well, yeah. I know, like, the Christiana Mall has, like, state trooper dudes hanging out all day. All day, yep. It yeah, depends yeah. on the volume of the With store. With the funny hats. Yeah, yeah. definitely, like, at Fifth Avenue, there are security there all the oh, time. Oh, all day, yeah. But, like, at, like, one of our mall locations... Sometimes there is sometimes there is people that are undercover who do. By the way, did a tremendous job. A lot of them did. Yeah. Uh, catching people, but 
Yeah, you know, we would we would always be in the back room and see someone in the back office handcuffed yeah. <laughs> in the back. Yep. And and just for perspective for people too, some our store was located between a very uh, poor entitled area and a very rich entitled area, and you would think that one versus the other would would be stealing, but in reality, both both would do would uh, would try to steal stuff. It, it wasn't like a there was no stereotype you had for it could be anybody. Yeah, uh, it it didn't matter. All right, well, that's the end of the robbery. Make sure when you go to Apple Store, just don't rob anything. Don't take anything that doesn't belong to you. Or get your parents' permission before stealing. All right? And, <laughs> that's good advice. <laughs> thank you. I, I, I think I've, I mean, obviously, Chris, you're going to be a father soon. This is a, a very important detail you must tell your children. Yeah, you're right. You know, I mean, stealing objects are, are is, is not okay. But stealing other people's, you know, lady or, or man, that's... That's totally fine. There we go. <laughs> go for that. Go for that. <laughs> ladies and gentlemen, Chris Phil's fatherly advice of the year, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Don't but, steal objects, steal people. <laughs> but we're not done here, ladies and gentlemen, because we have another episode coming up. And next week we have a part two because Chris is going to be interviewed. We're going to have the deep, deep, dark questions to talk to Chris about about his experience at the Apple Store. So for this episode, we are done. We will see you next week. And Chris will hopefully have this recorded. Yeah. Peace out. Adios.